Hey there, this is another podcast by Adrian once again. If you're new here, bonjour, and if you're about to leave soon, au revoir. <laughs> Sorry, I've just been missing my French classes that I took years ago, and if you think I'm fluent in French, well, now they've been closed. In fact, the only phrase I'm actually very familiar with would be je ne pas parler français, which means I can't speak French. <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank you guys for tuning in my very first podcast uploaded a few days ago. Of course, depending on the day you're listening to this, because you actually gave a damn. And it was very touching to hear some of your lovely responses, and I appreciate them from the bottom of my heart. And hopefully, you will continue to support it. And, you know, just feel free to drop me a DM on any topic suggestions anytime. And before I carry on, some PSA disclaimer, views and opinions expressed in this audio are completely my own and meant for entertainment purposes only. Oh, and also, just a little heads up, I'm not a psychologist or quote-unquote verified if you're particular whether any of my advices actually works because this is just based on my personal reflection and evaluation that helped me through my teenage life. So, if you're open-minded and want to attain other perspectives from an ordinary person like me, then welcome to my TED Talk. (laughs) Oh, just kidding, how I wish. Okay, so jumping into my second podcast titled A Work in Progress, I will be focusing about self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-worth, which are honestly my favorite topics. So... Without further ado, let's dive deep into Adrian's thoughts at 12 a.m. <laughs> oh yes, I'm a night owl for your information. Well, personally for me, self-confidence and self-esteem are both interconnected. Self-confidence is like the way we interact with people and um, the way we project our voice to others, while self-esteem is more of how like we perceive ourselves in general. And sorry to break it, but this podcast is not here to tell you that you can gain more confidence and better self-esteem in a day or like a week, like those two-week abs workout, because I'm here to emphasize that we are all a work in progress and that we do not need to rush on attaining a quick transformation, especially when it comes to ourselves. So it's not all about gaining more confidence in an instant, but the procedures that needs to be deeply acknowledged in order to develop a better self-esteem and self-confidence. Well, although since young, I was already raised to be outspoken and fearless when projecting my own thoughts to people, which I guess was a great foundation that I grasped on at a young age that I'm also extremely thankful for, but um, that doesn't mean I don't feel insecure sometimes or I can't feel the emotions of a person who lacks self-confidence because I had my own days too, and I'm not here to pretend and be like, oh, I'm the most self-confident person in the room, so I can't speak on behalf of you who are not because that is just totally false. Real talk, I believe that um, even the most self-confident person can have a low self-esteem too. And P.S., don't take this too hard, but for example, Grammy Award winners, right? You know, when they go up on stage wearing their expensive suits or dresses and 
proudly showcases their achievement to the whole world and then they go back to their crib sulking in the room because deep down they're actually not very proud of themselves well well of course i do understand that experiencing a lack of self-confidence and self-esteem sometimes is normal because we're all humans and we're all not bound to feel like it's our day every single day. It's totally fine, you know, to feel like you just want to stay in bed all day and hide in your room. But for me, what's not okay is when you let those negative thoughts, aka insecurities, cripple in your head and overpower and control you into believing that you are this person when you are not. Um, normally, when it this happens to me, I would have my gratitude list pulled out from my journals where I listed down all of my achievements that I've attained and beside it lies all the positive things I'm extremely grateful for or happy about with myself. Well, this idea was actually from Iskra Lawrence when I was catching her TED Talk speech about the ending pursuit of perfection. So. What this gratitude list does is that it sets a clear vision or a reminder for me to look at when I'm losing that sense of confidence or when I'm breaking down. The other day as well, when I was also speaking to my graduating juniors this year about how I overcame national examination, I mentioned a part about reminding themselves that their potential is endless and likewise to you as well who is listening to this just you know glance through your achievements and remind yourself that your potential is endless and that you have the ability to change the world and yes i mean change the world no cap i know it sounds ambitious like who on earth can change the world at such a young age right or at this period where the world is in extreme chaos but hey Honestly speaking, the moment you start believing in the power of your own voice, you won't realize that even a gesture that seems small can actually impact a huge amount of people. And if you're afraid you'll get judged for standing up on what you believe in, grow from what you go through, don't belittle yourself based on the opinions of other people who barely even knows you, dude. I mean, you have grown so much work so hard and even manage to pull through challenges that you thought you couldn't and now you're finally speaking up on what you believe in when you thought you couldn't so why would you want to invest and focus on that negative remark that can undo it all and i know developing all these traits of believing in yourself is never easy but one thing i've evaluated from this is that it all comes from our way of thinking or our mindset per se. Once again, have you ever reevaluated your thoughts and acknowledged them when they are troubled with negativity? To me, when my mind's bugging me with a vast amount of negativity or toxicity, that's when I know sitting down and acknowledging it by writing is what will ease my mind. I know it may sound and seem difficult to do sometimes, but okay, just set 10 minutes of your time, okay? Just set 10 minutes of your time to stay still, calm yourself down, or even look at yourself at the mirror. Ask yourself, are you proud of who you've become? And if tears starts rolling down your face, acknowledge it and feel those emotions. Don't run away from it. 
but instead, empower yourself with phrases of affirmations like I am strong or I am beautiful, you know? Try to visualize yourself being that person. Talk back to your inner critic and question it whether it's worth worrying for the day because dude, I actually do this all the time. You have no idea how much I judge my negative thoughts and contradict them each day. And I feel like, you know, with this habit of constant rebutting with it, my mind has learned to tame down the negativity. It sort of gave this analogy that our mind is like an instrument where we can either learn to be its master or be its slave. So when you receive a negative thought, are you choosing to be in control of that thought or are you letting that thought control and overpower you instead? And um, also, day by day, as you voice out these words of affirmations to yourself, you'll start to realize you're finally becoming the person you're meant to be because of this action plan of acknowledging your emotions. So it creates a safer space for your thoughts to flow and fill your head with more positivity in the long run as well. And adding on a very important reminder, even if you feel like you have managed to overcome that negative thought for a bit, do remember the pain, the struggle, and how you overcame it. Remember how you dealt with it because if a day arrives and you feel overwhelmed with these negative thoughts again, you'll most likely not fall for that trap anymore because you now know the action plans and the procedures that needs to be done when you are faced with it again. And the whole point of this is not about not having negative thoughts anymore because that's impossible. It's about how we should manage them and let this acceptance be a stepping stone for you to unleash your endless potential as you turn those thoughts into a positive one. And you know, each day or whenever you decide to look at yourself at the mirror again, I hope that you are proud of the person you have become. And if you think you're not there yet, take your time. We are all a work in progress, so there is no deadline. And now back to the first person narrative. <laughs> um, yeah, I also view this as a chance to, you know, get to know myself deeper and understand why am I feeling this way and why do I perceive myself this way with the negativity and you know start asking myself questions like is is it because of the standard of beauty society has been putting up since you know the evolution of technology or vogue magazines or whatsoever well over time i have learned to believe that genuine beauty comes from within no matter how attractive a person can be i believe that if we just learn to widen our perspectives a bit more about people we'll realize that there's more to someone than meets the eye like I have met a classmate who always seems to be angry most of the time in class, okay? But deep inside, when I engaged in a conversation with him, he's actually got a very soft spot deep inside him, which not a lot of people know. And I don't know, I just find it very fascinating once again, because we shouldn't judge a book by its cover and instead take the chance to get to know its contents first. Plus, rather than focusing on physical appearance of becoming more good looking or tall or whatnot, why not focus on becoming more kind? 
more compassionate, more funny, more disciplined, or even more hardworking, you know? Because at the end of the day, it's all about really accepting who you are without feeling ashamed of it. Because if you don't love yourself, then who will, right? And I know this is gonna be out of topic, but similar to the concept of being in a relationship, don't be in a relationship because you have a low self-esteem or because you need someone else's presence to know that you're worthy to be loved in this world. No, please drop that mentality. Don't be in a relationship to seek for validation. Don't say, oh, I need this person because he makes me feel worthy and loved or because he makes me so happy. Well, to me, in my opinion, you should not even depend on anyone else in order to feel validated. You should be complete before being in a relationship. And by complete, I mean you can handle yourself even if, touch wood, you guys end up breaking up. Because if you depend your happiness on that person, and when he or she leaves, then what will happen to you? Most of the time, I hear some of my friends falling apart because they love people too much. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with loving someone deeply. Just that, please don't neglect yourself. Have a bit of self-respect to yourself. And yes, some people will find it selfish, but I extremely beg to disagree because if you think another person is more worthy than you are, then that's totally crap. Everyone out here is equal and everyone deserves equal love and it's not selfish at all to fall in love with yourself first and to work on yourself first. It's your life and you need to learn to love yourself even before loving others. Don't depend on others' approval for the qualities you possess. You should instead learn to love them and accept them deeply on your own. And I think another very crucial reminder when it comes to self-esteem and your self-worth is to learn to set boundaries and be willing to say no. I know if you've you've heard this probably a couple of times online or you know when you scroll through Instagram that you need to be willing to say no when it is no longer serving you and you're not in this world to please people and their idea of you is not your responsibility but theirs. Okay? Learn to walk away from a toxic mentality or environment and never look back. You don't need those people in your life and it's really all about how much you value yourself as a person and by listing all that boundaries that you have set for yourself, you will clearly have a rough gauge whenever you feel like someone is stepping into that boundary which is totally not cool. And with a high self-esteem and confidence, it's not about being too full of yourself but about being grateful for all the hardships you've been through and using your experiences to guide your future self or even inspire others around you. And similarly with standards <laughs> that I would want to get into details, but maybe in another episode, but um, generally about standards, don't ever accept anything lesser than you deserve, okay? And as much as I would love to continue talking about these topics, um, this audio will probably take ages until it ends. So before I conclude once again, I hope you were not too overwhelmed with um, this podcast episode and please do take it with a grain of salt. 
Um, hopefully the vibe was a little bit more hyped than the previous one because my little brother fell asleep for some reason. So yeah, anyways, I'll be more or less likely inviting a special guest for my next podcast. So do stay tuned for that as well. So yeah, once again, this is Adrian signing off. XOXO. I go to sleep at night